Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Audio. Audio Media presents Young's Infinite City. Created by Alex Dolan. Thank you for watching Corkboard. Current temperature is 93 degrees Fahrenheit, 34 degrees Celsius. Corkboard, whatever the news, wherever you are. Natural law claims to provide the world with half its water supply. So why are so many people dying of thirst? Tonight, we ask the question, is natural law a natural disaster? Dan Ziegler of the Free Intelligence Alliance reports. This week... The last inhabited village in the Gobi Desert was wiped out. Over the past year, the southern regions of Spain, Portugal, and Greece saw record mortality rates despite access to desalination reserves. Drought and death haven't gone anywhere. Yet natural law, the largest corporate entity in the world, claims they're saving the planet. This isn't hyperbole. The company's latest marketing campaign has the tagline, Save the Water, Save the Planet. Back when Rosalind Young was a newly minted PhD and launched the M3 Megasorbent, we all cheerleaded until we were hoarse. She was tapping two resources whose potential no one had fully harnessed. Ocean rainwater and sand. I remember the unveiling of M3. The hubris not only from Dr. Young, but from all of us. In the words of Dr. Young herself. People have asked me why I decided to use sand as the raw material for M3. And the answer is that it's a plentiful resource and one that doesn't particularly benefit humanity in its natural state. Also, it wouldn't be the first time a desert sucked up water. I was at that press conference. I laughed along with everyone else. You could feel the relief rippling through the room. Someone was saving us all from a slow death by dehydration. Years later, we have to ask ourselves, how much have they really done? Here are the numbers. The Global Water Consortium, or GWC, reports that natural law reclaims just over 700 billion gallons of fresh water per year. As far as we know, based on the GWC's reporting, that seems to be accurate. Natural Law itself claims that its technology provides water for 5.8 billion people worldwide. 
or roughly half of the global population of 10.3 billion people. By our calculations at the Free Intelligence Alliance, this figure simply isn't true. Natural laws numbers only make sense if every person only used a gallon of water a day. The average person in the industrialized world uses up to 100 gallons a day, the equivalent of 36,000 gallons per year. Given this disproportionate consumption, we estimate that the 700 billion gallons natural law brings in on the backs of its barges provides enough water for 58 million people a year, not 5.8 billion. I know, I just threw out a lot of numbers, but here's what it means. The back of the napkin math shows that natural law has helped one hundredth of the people it claims to help. And as far as addressing the global need, natural law supplies water for just 0.5% of the global population, which explains why so many people are still dying of thirst. It doesn't bother you we just kill people. That better not be a question for me. It's for you, Grace. Of course it does. I'm not a monster. You seem unfazed. I grew up with violence. You grew up in London. London by way of Lagos. You ever seen someone decapitated in front of you? I didn't think so. How old were you? Eight. You never mentioned anything. Why would I? Mr. Van der Hayden, how many people do you talk to about your combat duty? Only the people who were there. We're going into the forest. Mr. Van der Hayden, anything we should consider? We don't have as much visibility in the woods. Plus, we've got a blind spot on the left side of the vehicle. On the plus side, we won't have any caravans like the one back there. Not without an open field. Just mines and IEDs. You're not helping. Dalton, did any of your community service take you up this far? Not here specifically, but I've been to a few communities in the woods. People keep farms out here. It's easier to safeguard yourselves from bandits when you've got more tree coverage. How do they defend themselves? They've got guns, just like the bandits. Explosives? Not that I know of, but they can be resourceful with trees, logs. I'm not going to be shy about using our weapon systems. I don't doubt it. I don't see as many wrecked cars along here. Maybe that's a good sign? Wait, I see something. There's a there's a kid in the trees. He's, he's chasing something. I see it. What is that? It's a bird. A chicken? It's too big to be a chicken. It's a... Polinor? This far out? How could someone afford a Polinor out here? Unless you're buying them and bringing out truckfuls. If any of us could get our hands on a Polinor, it would be you. Look at the size of it. It's the size of a sheep. It's stumbling around like a toddler in the dark. I'm surprised the kid can't catch the thing. Aren't they supposed to be easier to catch? Christ! We've been hit. Bum? It's a tree. That that had to be a tree. They swung a tree trunk like a battering ram. That's what knocked us off the road. 
Ma'am, can you get us out of here? Back on the road. Calling up P-Props. They'll cut through the trees if we need them. All right, I can see behind us now. You're right. They lashed a fir tree to a steel cable and swung it across the road to ram us. I can't see anyone, though. We might have triggered a booby trap, but I don't know who would have said it. It's not like the kid could do it himself. I see something on my side. You see that a little deeper in the woods? It's a farm, a small one, but you can see the livestock corral. Or what used to be one. Not much of a farm now. The fence is smashed, the barn's been burned down. You don't see anyone? No one. Dead or alive. And who set the trap? Wait, there's the kid again. Up there. You see him? Fuck that little shit. I don't see anything. He's up on the right. He's... He's covered in blood. Jesus. Like he showered in it. I'm scanning for other traps. Look into the trees. Do you see anything? Not that kid. He's just standing there by the road. He's got that polymer, too. Cradled in his arms. Scan the woods. Grace, do you see anything? I just see the road. I don't see anything. You? I've got nothing. This fucking blindside doesn't help. There's a clearing up here. We're going to hit the clearing soon. Are we going to stop for the kid? Why the hell would we do that? Because he's bleeding. He's probably the one who set the trap. Or one of them. We don't have time for the child. He's right here. We're about to pass him. He, he's right... Wait, shit. Did you see that? Damn. What? He's gone, ma'am. What? The kid covered in blood. Did he, he just vanished. He's behind a tree. I don't think so. He was just there, and, and I blinked, and he, he was there, and then he wasn't. What the hell was that? He's behind a tree, or he jumped in a hole. I don't think so. I hate to say I agree with him, ma'am, but I don't know what just happened. We're at the clearing. Do you see anything else? No, ma'am. isn't the only killer either. People are dying because of the secondary impacts on the ecosystem. Capturing rainfall before it reaches the ocean changes the salinity in certain regions, which then has impacts on fish and plant life. In the areas with the most traffic from water barges, fish are dying in record numbers. We're seeing island communities in Fiji and the Solomon Islands where people are dying of famine because they have no fish to catch. Then there's the violence, the skirmishes between water barges and pirates, as well as the terrorism on the mainland have cumulative death tolls in the thousands. And it has the potential to escalate whenever someone with real weapons decides to make natural law facilities a target, which could result in mass amounts of civilian casualties. Add to this the growing concern that M3 might be toxic to humans. Some reports have found that M3 might be carcinogenic. In recent years, the company has found itself on the defensive end of a number of lawsuits from people with terminal illnesses believed to be related to ingesting M3 or working in close proximity to M3. And last but not least, as natural law expands to other sciences, there have been reports of questionable scientific ethics related to its genetics division. 
We already know about the new strains of plant life, but the company has also produced genetically enhanced animals, notably the pollinor. This is an organism based on a common chicken, but five times the size, a metabolism that consumes less food and water, and a gentler disposition for easier roundup and slaughter. The company has been banned from producing these after initial prototypes, but much speculation has surrounded the genetics division and whether it has expanded these efforts or even developed new organisms in secret. We all hoped Rosalind Young was going to save us, but what we got was natural law, which does what every other megacorporation has done since the ink dried on the world's first articles of incorporation. Natural law is another corporate entity that has found a way to exploit natural resources to make some people wealthy and most of the world suffer and potentially unleash untold horrors on the world without any sense of consequences or accountability. Natural law fits into the same pantheon as its predecessors. They're all the same old gods who promise salvation but deliver rack and ruin. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Grace, there's a tree in the road right in front of us. You're gonna hit it. Grace! She's got the right idea. Let the rhino do what it does best. Just because a sticky bomb took out a few sensors, it doesn't mean we're driving in a glass carriage. A tree in the road is basically a speed bump for this thing. Take a breath. You're going to need your energy. Up there. You see that? Hold on. Ma'am, we've got something ahead. Something you need to shoot? It's a truck. A commercial freight vehicle. One of ours. There's a natural law logo on the doors. A natural law truck sent to work on my mother's personal project. Looks like it hit a mine and flipped to the side. It's cradled by the trees. I see it. Doors open. No cargo, I assume. No people either, at least that I can see. You see that just beyond it? Looks like a log cabin, but bigger. It's an old camping lodge. There's a person outside. See? Yep. It's a woman. She's got blood on her. Like the kid back there? Not like the kid. She's shivering. She's crying. You can see she's crying from here. She's covered in dirt and she's scratched up. She's just wandering around the front of the lodge. She she looks like she's in shock. And we got something else there. Uh, There's a body. You see it? I see it. Wait. What is it? We need to stop. We agreed not to stop. We need to. That body up there, 
right in front of the lodge. It's one of ours. One of the construction team? One of our special unit you set up last week. I recognize the uniform. All black. The boots are ours. I see it now. I'm surprised they wouldn't strip the body. We need to stop. Ma'am, if we've got a man down out there, there might be some more of our own team around here. We've got to check. It could be another trap. It could very well be, but I need to be sure. I can check the woman. She looks hurt. We don't have time for the woman. She's hurt. We don't have time for her. If we're stopping, I need to make sure she's okay. Why? Because I'm a fucking doctor. Ma'am, may we please stop? You better know what you're doing. I can make out his face now. Or what's left of it. He's definitely one of ours. I know him. Looks like he died from a chop wound. Hatchet in the head? For one of my team? I don't get it. Let's see if the sensors pick up any HB. HB. Human biomass. Besides the woman there, I'm not seeing anything within 300 yards. There's our answer. You know you can fool the scanners. If you're behind concrete, lead, or the right alloy, the sensors are not going to see you. What about the truck? Could someone be inside the truck? It sees through steel. There's no one in there. I'm going outside. We need to be outside. Much as I hate to admit it, I could use a second set of eyes. Me? You're not my first choice. But I hear you know how to handle these antique guns. Will you pussy out if someone attacks us? I need him alive. You'll shoot if you have to? I'll shoot if it means protecting us. And you'll hit whatever you're shooting at. If I use my own weapons. Grab whatever you want and follow me. Keep your barrel the hell away from my back. If you see movement, you move. You can check on the woman. But only after we've secured the truck and the lodge. Got it? And keep your voice down. If there's anyone out there, they can already hear the rhino. But I don't want to give them something else to shoot at. Ma'am, could you keep the engine running and your eyes peeled around the immediate area? I know distances aren't clear, but keep watch on the immediate perimeter, please. Let's go to the woman first. Thank you. We're not helping her. Yet. What happened here? Come on, get off your knees. What happened here? Calm down. Give her a moment. Ma'am, we're not here to hurt you. What happened? You see that man over there? That's my friend. And he has a hatchet wound in his skull. I'm not leaving here until I understand what happened and who's still here. Are there others? Inside. In there. Who's in there? There in there. Who? Is there anyone alive? No. No one. We're going inside this building. You see that tank right in front of you? If anything happens to us, that tank will liquefy you. Do you understand? Use your fucking words. Yes, yes. You got to complain that I was too hard on her? Would it make a difference if I did? Look sharp. You better not fucking shoot me from behind. Eyes in the corners. Dark in here. Even with the window shot out and 
holes in the roof. People camped in here? It's a shithole. It's actually big for a camping lodge. Might as well live in a cave. It's not bad if you're with the right people. You would like it. You could read all your paper books, smoke a corn cob pipe or some shit. There, in the corner. Oh, the smell just hit me. Not one of ours. I hope not. He's a teenage boy. Look at him. You'd think he'd starve to death if it weren't for the lacerations. Those aren't bullet holes, are they? Those are lacerations from a sonic pulse. Another body over there. A woman in her 50s, same lacerations. Died with a grip on that cleaver, though. Over there on the table, you see that moldy mush on the plates? They were sitting down for a meal. Oh. 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 There, the open door. Looks like stairs going down to the fruit cellar. A what? It's a basement. God damn it. I suppose we need to go down there? Uh, I need to check for my team. And you, you're probably going to want to take someone's blood pressure down there. Let's get this over with. Can you see anything? I've got a light on the gun. Hold up. Oh, good God. What happened here? How many people is this? Are these even people? It's just soft tissue and bones. Just a pile of meat. I don't see any weapons here, do you? What? Look around. Do you see any weapons? No. Why? This wasn't a firefight. These people were hiding in the basement. They probably heard a vehicle pass and, and hit out down here. Upstairs, they, they stage a scene where a mother and child are just having dinner. The attackers come in, the mom up there gets in a lucky strike with the cleaver, and, and then all hell breaks loose. They kill the woman and child, then they, then they hear something in the basement, maybe whispers, maybe someone panics and screams. They open the door and they just start shooting. That sound about right? Why wouldn't they all hide? Would you completely abandon your food and shelter? Can we get the fuck out of here so I can check on the woman? <laughs> Why the hell is she still crying? Because she just survived a massacre and everyone she loved is dead. We're taking her with us. Ms. Adamu isn't going to allow it. For fuck's sake, be a human being. Look at her. Ma'am, you're safe now. I'm sorry about before. We didn't know. I didn't know. We can take you somewhere safe. There's someone still in there. I'm going back inside. Ma'am, come on. We're going to take you in this vehicle here. It's safe inside. I promise. Please, come along. We'll go straight. Vander Hayden! Vander Hayden! What the fuck just happened? Vander Hayden, wh what did you do? Oh, fuck. Someone shot him. Someone shot Vander Hayden. We gotta get out there. Who is that? Who's who's speaking to me? 
Wait. Who's that outside? A fucking bandit. A fucking bandit. Ah. Uh, uh, we've been waiting for something worthwhile to stop by. Hmm. It was worth the wait. Mm-mm. How do I get inside that tank? Go to hell. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Shut the fuck up! Finally got a vehicle worth driving. Woo. I hope no one is still in there. I'm not getting the fucking rhino. Hey! Shit, there's more of them. Grace, are you okay? They came out of a shelter in the ground. Must have been concrete or dense alloy, like he said. Shut the hatch! Drive, Grace! Drive! Looks to be about 20 or so, according to the sensors. Selecting fireball. What? I don't believe I've ever seen this used. As I'm sure you know, the rhino is fireproof. Did you ever hear of something called napalm? Pretty simple. Just a gel mixed with gasoline. Good for setting things on fire from a distance. It was banned in war. Still is. We made some improvements on it and added it to the rhino's arsenal in case we needed to create scorched earth. In case we wanted to kill everything around us. Grace, just drive! He was my man for nine years and he's dead. burned everything. You killed everything. Within a hundred feet, yes. The lodge. You raised it. What happened out there? What? Explain to me what happened out there. Your mercenary team stopped at the lodge. A woman attacked and killed one, and the team went insane and slaughtered the rest of them. The woman, she she was from the lodge or somewhere else. Those bandits used her as bait so they could ambush anyone who passed by. No. Explain to me what happened out there. I, I, I don't follow. What happened was we left the vehicle and a man got killed. What happened was that we underestimated the enemy. Now gather him up. And put him in the vehicle. Gather Vanderhaden? You're strong enough to carry him. Gather him and bring him here. We'll bury him when we get to the city. Grace, he's... The whole area is charred. That includes him. I'll burn if I touch him. Then burn. I know how you heal. Grace? He was my man for nine years. He saved my life on six different occasions and his two daughters have played in my home. He's coming with us. The smell, Grace. We'll deal with it. Was that the first time you've killed someone? Yes. Good. You can finally blame yourself for something. 
Young's Infinite City was created by Alex Dolan, produced by Alex Dolan and Audio Media, and co-written by Alex Dolan and Vince Dejani. Starring Gavin Bentley as Charles Davis, Maria Balei as Grace Adamu, and Emma Sherjarko as Rosalind Young. Also featuring performances by Bill Roberts, Wynne Manning, Juliet Angeli, Zygmas Dobolauskas, Kristen Udowitz, Andrea Richardson, Nero Scott, Jez Sands, Ray Hurd, Byron Kerr, Georgia McKenzie, Mark Allen, Chris Harris Beachy, Akshdeep Singh, Paul Green Dennis, and Jason Webb. Sound design by Oliver Morris and Chris Harris Beachy. Line layout and QA by Chris Harris Beachy. Mixing and mastering by Brad Colebrook. For more information, visit www.infinitecity.net or www.alexdolan.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.